baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And we appreciate you being back for this segment. My name is Buddy Shula, and welcome to our show. We're here with PB Elder Law right now, Don Mishka, and Maddie Aldrich. And you can call PB Elder Law for all your elder law needs at 716 204 1055. That's 716 204 1055. They're on Cayuga, right by the airport in Chictawaga. Go to their website at PB Elder Law. Com. And today we're going to be talking about Medicaid 101. So Medicaid for beginners. So welcome to you both, Maddie and Don. It's good to have you here as usual. So we're just going to start with the question at hand here. And uh, either one of you can take this question. So why does somebody need Medicaid? So somebody would need Medicaid typically if they were going into a nursing home or if they needed at-home skilled care, or if neither of those applied, if somebody uh, has medical expenses that are not entirely covered by Medicare, then they would probably want to apply for Medicaid. Okay. Um, We are, again, talking about Medicaid for beginners, and a lot of people confuse the, I mean, Medicare and Medicaid sound a lot alike. So it's, it's sometimes hard and that back end piece to describe. So Medicare is what and Medicaid is what? Yeah, so Medicare is a program offered by Social Security. Um, Either you reach retirement age and apply for Social Security retirement benefits, or if you are disabled and you qualify for Social Security disability benefits, Two years after you qualify for Social Security benefits, you're eligible for Medicare. Medicare is not a needs-based program. Medicaid, on the other hand, is a needs-based program, and that's where you're getting into qualifying based on income and assets for Medicaid. And unlike Medicare, it's either you are eligible for your Social Security Um, and you qualify for Medicare that way, regardless of what your income or your assets are. Okay. Now, you know, tell us again about the concept of your firm, PB Elder Law, and how you can explain this. I mean, do people come in here just, do they come to your firm just to kind of, you know, talk to you about what this is and what it isn't, or to get an education on this, Don? Oh, yes. Um, An an education or a learning experience. Um, When we meet with clients, we explain the differences between Medicare and Medicaid and the eligibility because, yeah, everybody confuses Medicare with Medicaid, as you said. It's really easy to get confused. Now, let me uh, go back to Maddie here. Maddie, let me ask you this. Uh, We always hear about this uh, five-year look-back period. Every time I talk to someone, they're, they're talking about this five-year look-back period uh, for Medicaid. What is it? What is that, s- simply put? 
So the five-year look-back period basically is when a person applies for Medicaid, the Medicaid agency will look at the applicant's financial transactions going back five years before the date of application. And they're basically looking for and flagging any gifts or transfers or any sales for less than fair market value. Like for example, if you were giving money to a family member or transferring ownership of your house to one of your children, or if you were selling a car to a friend for less than fair market value, those gifts would be flagged by Medicaid and then they would administer penalties to that applicant for those gifts. Really? So you really have to kind of like keep track of what you're doing for the past five years before this is instituted? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and, what, and, and, and if you don't do that, and there are things that are flagged, there's penalties for each of those things. Could it disqualify you from getting Medicaid? Yes. Medicaid has specific amounts of time that they will allot these penalties for. And for that period of time, you will be ineligible for Medicaid. Gee, that's pretty stiff. <laughs> that's a pretty stiff penalty. So people see the thing is, is people got to know this or, or they're, they're going to let the system get all over them. And, 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 and it's sad because they have to know these things. That's why we're talking about it with, you know, PB elder law. And this is why we, we talk with you so much because it's very interesting. You're talking about things that our, our audience really needs to know. And I guess, you know, um, we, you know, you are, uh, attorneys and you can help with these things. This is the reason PB elder law exists. Again, the phone number is 204-1055. That's 204-1055 for your consultation with PB elder law. And Don, do people always need an attorney for Medicaid or is it something you can go online with the state or the federal government, whoever does it and get it done? You know, why would you suggest they have an attorney for this? Well, I, I always suggest that clients have an attorney, especially when doing Medicaid for a nursing home. Um, these penalties that Maddie had mentioned that can be flagged within that, that five year look back period. If you're not aware of those penalties, if you're not aware of what could be flagged, at least an elder law attorney would be able to bring that to your attention and possibly reduce any penalty that may be assessed against you by the Department of Social Services. And if you come to uh, an elder law attorney ahead of time to be able to protect and save your assets for your children in the event that you do need to go into a nursing home. That's why it's important to go talk to an elder law attorney. Yeah, I mean, you're you're probably at that point an advocate for that client. I mean, it's like, you know, who wouldn't want an advocate like you on their side? Because this, you know, these are daunting processes, government processes that, you know, I think a lot of people don't understand these processes on a daily basis. They, they wouldn't even know where to start. And you can easily start and get it all done. That's the great thing with PB Elder Law at 204-1055. I mean, what is like the percentage of people that call PB Elder Law that just simply have no idea where to start with these things and that's why they called you? 
Um, um, the majority of the clients. Um, we get we also get a lot of referrals um, from other attorneys to try to help their clients uh, with a Medicaid application, answering questions if somebody is on the verge of going into a nursing home. We get a lot of calls on a daily basis for that. So, and, and, and the area of elder care, as we have talked about before, I mean, it's not, it's not a, um, it's not a name you hear all the time. Um, I mean, it's probably been around a very long time, but we're just, we're just starting to hear that. And that's your field of law is elder law. So Maddie, give us a refresher on, on what elder law really is and who it really helps. Um, elder law, I suppose, is all encompassing of estate planning, you know, making sure that all of your assets go to who you want them to go to. And that includes the Medicaid process, because what if you were to apply for Medicaid, um, anything that, say, were to go through your, uh, your estate and your will might end up going to Medicaid or you know, just in general, you want all of your things to be planned out accordingly after your death. And I, I got to tell you, Maddie, I got to welcome you again to the uh, firm. You're with you're with the best, in my opinion, Maddie, uh, with uh, PB Elder Law. How does it feel to, to be a new member here? It feels wonderful. I really enjoy all of the attorneys that I work with. I mean, Dawn is an excellent mentor, and I'm learning so much from her in this area. Well, I got to tell you, I've learned a lot from PB Elder Law as well from what we just talked about, explaining what elder law really means and how much it can help somebody uh, to what we're talking about uh, right now, which is Medicaid, which people have a lot of questions with. Again, I'm going to give you the phone number. They'll also go to the website at pbelderlaw.com. There's a lot on there. Just Google PB Elder Law. I'm sure it will come up on uh, Cayuga Road, Chictawaga, right by the airport. Uh, just a hop, skip, and jump there. 204-1055 is the phone number. That's 716-204-1055. All right, so I want to talk one. Uh, we've got a couple minutes here, like two minutes left. And uh, I want to get to the basics. Uh, Maddie, tell us about, you know, what you need as a platform at any age in your line of business. And I think you're going to, you would say that that would start with a will. Yes. Usually people, when they think of elder law, they think, oh, I need a will, but there's more to it than that. You should have a will. Ideally, you should have a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, and a disposition of remains, which will designate how your body is to be disposed of after your death. Those in our office are typically the basic documents that we have people execute. All right. What if somebody wrote on a uh, on a bar napkin? Uh, you know, they said, OK, um, you know, when I pass away, I want this to be my funeral. I want these people to be present. I want it done this way. And that's my wishes. And they sign it. Is that good for anything? Not really. I mean, typically there's very specific rules for say a will uh, that it has to be witnessed by two people it there's a very specific process for it so that if it were to ever be challenged by someone 
if you have an attorney taking care of it, ideally they know exactly what they did when they when they executed that will. So if there is a challenge, they come back to you. So you really don't want to write something on a napkin. You want to get an attorney and follow the proper procedure so that there's no chance that any of that can be questioned. Have you heard of that happening where people just write it down somewhere and that's it? Oh, absolutely. Every once in a while, somebody digs up a a will that's that their dad wrote and they found it in their house and you know they want to use it to challenge an actually executed will that was witnessed it probably will not go through (laughs) and challenge that because again you if you had an attorney follow the proper procedure for a different will that written will it won't do anything you know i'm thinking about what you just said too that you know you have to have two witnesses so i'm picturing somebody you know like at three in the morning who's half in the bag um you know writing their wishes on a napkin and then the two witnesses i have just had 10 shots of tequila and uh, nobody knows what they're doing in there and so you really again it's a nice thought that you could do that and just write it out somewhere and that'll be it but it's not the case it'll cause your family a lot of um interruption if you pass away and that's how you want it to go um it's it's better it's way better to go to an elder law attorney and have this done all right well it's always good to uh talk to pb elder law in these segments maddie welcome to the firm don thanks for being here we always love to have you again the phone number is 204 1055 for pb elder law 204 1055 that is in the 716 or the location is on Cayuga in Chitawaga by the airport. Go to the website, too. I'll tell you, if you have elder law questions, even some basic stuff that's on there, there's quite a bit of information on, on your website at pbelderlaw.com. Once again, uh, we appreciate you being here, both Maddie and Don, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, buddy. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.